The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Farmer, psychotherapist, shamanic practitioner, author, and teacher, and I'll be exploring with you ways to connect with spirit animals, ancestors, spirits of nature, how to heal from trauma, and many other topics. So stay tuned. Hello again, this is Dr. Stephen Farmer, and welcome to the show. This is the second in a series that I'm calling 4 by 4 So there will be four separate podcasts. This is the second of the four. And within each podcast, the reason I call it 4 by 4 is there are four principles that are illuminated and these are from wonderful teachings I've had over the years that really have stayed with me and certainly something to practice, you know, in all of these, as you'll find in the first one, which was the immutable or the four immutable laws of spirit. This one, again, is the four guidelines to the art of living. I attribute these to a wonderful teacher named Angelus Arian. Angelus Arian was, um, oh gosh, an anthropologist, educator, author, lecturer, and consultant. And she's best known for uh, her book, The Fourfold Way, subtitled, Walking the Paths of the Warrior, Healer, Teacher, and Visionary. Archetypes that you'll find in all of us, and she elucidates on those particular archetypes in The Fourfold Way. Uh, She's got an interesting background. She was born in 1940 in the Basque country of Spain and moved to the U.S. when she was only seven years old. She's lectured and given keynote speeches to medical, academic, and corporate conferences, held workshops, and worked as a personal consultant across the U.S. and world way. Um, She has influenced um, the personal and professional development of many who attended her lectures, keynote speeches, or workshops. I might add to that training because I did a six-day training with her that was just wonderful. And again, this is the four guidelines to the art of living. I'm going to go through each of them rather quickly here, and then I'm going to come back and go through each one one at a time, and just add a few comments about each of these. Show up, number one. Show up. Two, pay attention. Three, speak your truth. 
And four, let go of attachment to outcomes or outcome. Number one, show up, be present. You know, and again, I, I would say all of these are not something to try to be perfect at, but certainly to strive for or to use, again, as guidelines. Guidelines aren't necessarily, you know, you got to do it perfectly. And I want you to know that too. And we'll start with show up, be present. How many of you, go ahead and raise your hands, <laughs> sometimes lapse, you know, and you lose your focus, you anticipate, you're lost in your memories or anything like that. I know personally I've experienced that, oh, from time <laughs> daily, I would say, you know, here and there where I uh, stumble over something, I reach for something, let's say in the kitchen and I brush my hand against a glass that ends up tumbling, uh, hopefully into the sink and not breakable. And uh, I go, well, I just really wasn't present. And in that presence, for me, it also requires focus on the here and now. Uh, that's um, sometimes difficult to do, again, because that mind of ours tends to want to go off in the direction. I remember one time I was working with a trainer um, who had me go through some exercises. You know, she had a large room in her house, and that's where we did the work. And she did put me through an interesting exercise, which she said, focus on a point across the room, which I did. And then she said, get ready to move to that point, and then move. So then I would walk over to that point. And then she asked some really um, cool kind of questions. She said, now, did your body get there before you? Did your mind get there before you? And I confess, I was already in my mind on that spot, which contradicts what we're just saying about the first principle, show up, be present. Being present, I perhaps would experience the sensations in my body as I was moving across the room. I would be fully present. I would notice my arms slightly swinging as I walked, etc. So showing up, and I think where it's particularly important is when you're uh, relating to, let's say, another person. And uh, listening is such a skill We'll get to that in one of the four by four sessions. Uh, listening is such a great skill, and I would say put it at the top of your list when you're with someone. It's too often that we think of listening <laughs> as waiting until the other person stops talking and then we can say something. Um, listening in this way is uh, a require, I, I should say, showing up is a requirement for really listening rather than waiting until the other person stops talking or thinking about, well, let's see what he's saying is this is what he means and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, show up. That's a difficult one, but a great practice. Meditation helps. And just reminding yourself to show up helps. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, 
a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. So again, number one, show up. Number two, pay attention. And what Angelus would say about that, she would add a qualifier, which is pay attention especially to what's important or especially to what has heart and meaning. It's so often that our attention gets redirected, distractions, etc., anticipating. Again, there we go again, not showing up. Not only that, but how do you pay attention when you're not present? And back to listening, really paying attention to what the other person is saying. So it's not a uh, passive process. It's very proactive to pay attention. And again, I think we can all relate to that or those times when you know, we lacked paying attention. And especially to what's important, what has heart and meaning. So often it's easy to get positioned or in judgments about this or that or whatever when we're really not paying attention to what's important. Arguing is a good example. You know, where two people are arguing, there's, it's usually about who's right and who's wrong. I'm right and the other person is wrong and they're going the same route. So what is required is to back up from that a moment and say, wait a minute, okay, pay attention to what's important. What are my values? What are my ethics? What, how can I bring something different to this situation? simply by paying attention to what's important. So there we have it. Show up. Pay attention. Speak your truth. Speak your truth is a little different than be honest. I like what Angela said about that too as a qualifier. She said, speak your truth or hold a noble silence. (laughs) Isn't that great? Uh, Speak your truth or shh, be quiet. Hold a noble silence and the implication in that word noble. You're still listening. You're still paying attention. But when it comes time to speak up, speak your truth. Setting a boundary, for instance, would be an example saying to someone who invites you to do something you just really don't want to do. Thank you for the invitation, however, I'm just not interested. Or to do something that is out of line with what you believe is right. Well, thanks, but I'm not willing to do that. There's different ways to express that, but it's basically speaking your truth. Or another example would be, uh, let's say uh, I'm, in addition to being a psychotherapist, a hypnotherapist, I'm a shamanic practitioner. And I know early in my training in the first few years when I would, say, run into some neighbors in the neighborhood, and the question sometimes would come up, well, what do you do? And I was really reluctant to share something for, uh, I'll be frank, for fear of being judged. Yet, it does take that kind of courage 
it does take that presence. It does require you to pay attention to speak your truth. And it's really time to do this. Speak your truth. Speak up. So there's three out of four. Show up. Pay attention. Speak your truth. And fourth, let go of attachment to outcome. Let go of attachment to outcome. Or another way to say it, show up, pay attention, speak your truth, and see what happens. Uh, my, uh, one of my favorite phrases is uh, when I'm working with clients, for instance, or myself, is, well, let's try this and see what happens. And what's implied in that is be um, open to whatever happens. Too often, I think, I'm sure you could all relate to this, too often what happens is we get attached to the expectation. Or uh, the old joke about how to make God laugh is tell him your plans. When plans get disrupted, can I really let that go? Can I just see what happens? Perhaps I was going to turn left and I end up turning right. The traffic was in the way, so I turned right. And something glorious happens or something meaningful or significant. So show up, pay attention, speak your truth, and again, see what happens. I think going about your life with a more open-ended um, attitude, I think is going to be real helpful so you don't get tangled up in judgments about yourself or the other or expectations that it should go a certain way. <laughs> I remember Wayne Dyer talked about that and he said, you got to stop wooding and shooting on yourself. <laughs> anyway, um, I think it makes life a lot easier has been my experience. And again, I, I will relate to that. You know, each of these, I can go, well, I don't do that very well, or sometimes I miss on this or that or whatever. So be light on yourself. But do make an attempt to practice these four guidelines to the art of living. And I think you'll find that life goes along a little bit easier. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining me, and I hope you join me for future episodes where I'll share some powerful healing practices and meditations, introduce you to some amazing guests and friends of mine who will stop by for some conversation, and on occasion, I'll pull some oracle cards from one of my decks and do readings. I'll also share some of my original music that I'm sure you'll enjoy. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or go to my show page on mindbodyspirit.fm where you can also get the free mobile app to listen to any of my shows or find some new favorites. If you'd like to contact me with questions, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram or send an email to info at drstephenfarmer.com. You can also find lots of material on that website, drstephenfarmer.com, so please feel free to explore. Please also know that by sending a question, you're giving me permission to possibly use it in a future podcast so others may benefit from it. 
And to close, I leave you with the four most important words to take with you. Gratitude, love, compassion, and forgiveness. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.